everyone. I'm not sure what or how this episode's going to go or if I'm even going to release this episode because it's a very complicated to explain what I've really understood, especially within the last couple of weeks or months, particularly particularly last the last week or so, couple of weeks especially. There's a a thing out there. There's this is like this personality test you can take. Um, what you can do is you can search for locus of control test. And basically, what it is is it's a test where you answer a bunch of questions and they tell you whether you have an internal locus of control or an external. Locus of control, um, and these levels of control are very like un, you know, they're not really nuanced at all when it comes to this thing. And so, when you take this test, you get a bunch of responses that are like it's either fate or it's com- complete control. It's like well, that's not really how life is. That's not how those works. And so you take this test and you find yourself being either internal or external. Um, the main problem I have with this this idea is that you you have to be one or the other. Well, it's not even really that so much as it is the the um, the unnuanced sort of look that they have when it comes to this. Um, I'll give you an example, right? So, I took the test. I took the test, and you said they, they give you a certain one. They say it's either external or internal. But when you are as different as I am from most people, it doesn't really qualify in the same way. So, you know, for instance, like, I took the test, I get the external locus of control, which claims that, you know, I think that things are not in our control, it's actually controlled by the external thing, world, and so it claims that I blame people for my mistakes. But that's not actually what's happening, it's not actually what I um, do at all. As a matter of fact, my understandings of control are much more nuanced than most people's. It seems like most people have this very like black and white understanding of what control is. You control your actions or you don't. They say they claim that, you know, these external locus of control people are religious or superstitious. I'm not either one. 
Um, you know, so these these labels, you know, they try and pigeonhole you into a sort of label. Oh, you're you're this this means this 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 and this. They give you like five or six different like. Um, things that you are based on this one le- label and it made me uh, it brought up an interesting um, it brought up my understandings about this this subject about control um, and what is actually controlling things in our lives um, you know people think that either you're you are controlling things or the external world is controlling your uh, what happens either through God or fate or nature or some some external force but my understanding of control is a lot different um, particularly when it comes to understanding spirituality Uh, it's one of the main reasons why I don't actually consider religions to actually be spiritual. As a matter of fact, they're the opposite of spiritual. They're like almost as far from spiritual as you can get. I mean, even even you know the scientifically minded, rationally minded people are in some ways more spiritual than a religious person is, because they the scientifically rationally minded person has um, questioned the the former beliefs of their you know their day you know their their beliefs of their society and their parents and whatnot you know a lot of the a lot of these atheists uh, come from religious uh, households and so they questioned this and then they became atheists of course after that they ended up becoming dogmatic to the to the ideals of atheism and rationalism but that you know they in a sense, actually became more spiritual um, because they dared to question the narrative of religion. Um, where was I going with this? I kind of got off track there, but... Uh, so, this idea of control, that you either control things or they're controlled externally by God or or whatever is very naive it's very like simplified understanding of how this is actually happening and this is what happens when you don't have a very concise understanding of what beingness is what is actually happening when you know something changes inside of you what is changing you what is changing you know surroundings around you uh but, but this particularly particularly has to do with um your mind and how and why your mind and you you end up changing you know some people many people and to some extent this is me as well but many people think that this happens because you are controlling this <clears throat> and in a sense, this is kind of true. But then there are others who think that you aren't controlling these things, and these things are just happening. And in a sense, this is actually true as well. Um, 
which is why I say that my particular view on this is very nuanced. Um, so I'm going to try and explain this, and hopefully by explaining this you might understand a little bit more about beingness itself. Because this has to do with beingness, and has to do with what beingness does. It doesn't really do necessarily, but it does in the sense that something happens. Alright, so let's go with the internal locus of control, which basically says that you control your life. And you control, you know, your mind and all these things. And you can control these things. In a sense, this actually can be true. You kind of do control these things. Um, In the sense that you... trying to do this in a way that you can understand this but you can do things that in some and in, in influences beingness in such a way that it change that the beingness that you have changes form um, but then the external locus of control says that you actually do not control your life. You don't control your mind. And this is controlled by some other force. And this is also true because of the idea that you are not actually controlling what is happening. What's actually happening is that you have managed to do a certain thing in such a way that beingness kind of um, I don't want to say takes control because it makes it sound like beingness itself is you know and, and um, itself is like um, you know a, an entity uh, in the sense that we understand it like a you know, like a person um, what in a sense that is kind of what happens you do something to in a way that that influences or strengthens the level of beingness that you have that is inside of you and so that beingness then changes or gets changed by the increase or in by the changing of form of the beingness that happened which makes it sound like you are actually controlling the beingness itself, but you're not, not completely, it's a lot more complicated than this, because beingness itself can't really be controlled, uh, it can be, um, put upon in a sense to kind of activate but this isn't really a control so much as it is a using. It sounds the same, right? Somebody might be, well, that's the same thing as control. But it's actually not. Because you're not controlling what the beingness is doing. All you're doing is 
influencing how the beingness can in uh, some ways do what it does this doesn't mean that you control every aspect of what this beingness will then do what this means is that it can you can in a very general sense uh, influence it to uh, change form in a in a very generalistic sort of way and then it'll then it can use that influence in a, in a sense in a way to change uh, based on certain affects that are happening within beingness itself which means that both points of view are true here you cannot control what's happening but at the same time you can kind of influence it influence it is not control it it'd be like if I pushed a, a boulder down a hill I influenced that boulder but I'm not controlling the fall of the boulder I'm just I just pushed it and then the boulder just started sliding down that hill Maybe maybe it brought some other things down with it, but I didn't bring those down things down with it. I didn't control how fast or how slow I pushed how how fast or how slow it goes down the hill, except for in the ways in which I pushed it. And that sent like depending on how hard I pushed it, it will be going faster or slower. So in that sense, I influenced how fast or how slow this boulder would be going down the hill but this was not a control it was more like a influence influence is not control you are not controlling what this berry what this boulder is doing you are controlling how much you well you are influence influencing how much you are pressing on that boulder until it starts moving. You are influencing what your body is doing at that time. But you are not influencing what the boulder does afterwards. So in the, in the same sense, this is how beingness works. You are influencing how um, much force or how much of beingness you um, can change at one time, but you are not controlling it. Um, this may be very complicated but to understand. You may not understand this, but uh, it's one of those things that I... It took me a little bit of time to understand because... I was for a while kind of like uh, wrestling with two what seemed like polar opposite understandings. Polar opposite understandings being you control things, you do not control things. But in reality, they're not actually polar opposites. What they are are two parts of the same thing.
they are both equally accurate in a sense because they are both true in a sense of course in a sense they are also both wrong because they assume one thing or another and they assume a certain like aspect of that one thing or another um Especially this idea of locus of control. Um, you know, external or internal locus of control. In my case, it has more to do with beingness. Which is not really an internal or external. It's both. Beingness is... It's all around you. It's, it's in your phone. It's, it's what you could call life. Um, you know, we're only given so much control and how we can influence what our mind does. And in that sense, we can actually control our life. Um, but in another sense, we have, we, we can't actually control our life because we're not actually the one doing the control all we're doing is pushing that boulder down the hill whether that be fast or slow uh, another way of th- looking at the, that is whether that be calm or anxious you push it down hard you push it off that hill hard which would be like anxious or angry um, which could be Influenced by you know your mind, so this whole thing kind of like feeds on itself too. That's the other part of this, is that you are influenced because of previous influences that you or your parents or your society have had on you, and these influences are created by other influences. Uh, or other controls, maybe they, these people that were, that influenced you, were also influenced in this way or a similar way, and so this sort of it's not really a uh, as simple as control or no control. It's actually more like a feedback loop of control. Um. No control, control, um, no control, or it's not really even as simple as that, but it's close enough. You know, influence, you had, yeah, uh, influenced, um, your life based on other influences that were, that happened by, you know, your society, your parents, your family or whatever it was and they were influenced by their family and society and other things and you know so on and so forth and so these influences are they're not like a separate thing it can be helpful to think of them as a separate thing and um, it's the same thing with a lot of things actually but it can be helpful to see these things as separate but they're actually not separate It'd be like seeing a house and seeing that as separate um, from, you know, whatever it is. 
and in a sense it is separate because we have labeled it as such but in reality it's not actually separate from anything because in order for there to be a house there had to be an environment in order there to be an environment there had to be like a certain area or the earth and in order for there to be an earth there had to be a uh, solar system in order to, to be a solar system there had to be a galaxy in order for there to be a galaxy there had to be a universe in order for them there to be a universe there had to be certain um what's the word i'm looking for certain things that created or expanded the universe um etc etc um so you know that it can be useful to think of things in separate separation ways oh you have this iphone here that's separate from our environment but in a sense it's not separate from our environment it's part of our environment it's part of us because we learn so much because we use it to search for things or look at things or read books or watch television on it or something and so in that sense it's not separate from us in a sense it is also separate from us um so there's also, there's also the understanding that I didn't really want to get into um because it's more complicated about this idea that beingness creates beingness um what does this mean what does this mean that beingness creates more beingness um so i'll give you an example right you could think of beingness as our existence as in this moment right and so what we can do to actually create more beingness is you know be healthy so our lives can last longer um breathe deeply so we become more calm that's us creating more beingness uh you know maybe something happens you know we become more anxious we're still creating more beingness etc 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 and so beingness creates more beingness um and often the way this saying is applied is when you know you're in the sense of the law of attraction um, when people talk about the law of attraction they say that in order for the law of attraction to work you have to be in a certain way be the way that you would be if you had whatever it is that you want whatever it is you're trying to attract and so in that sense beingness creates more beingness um in a sense you could also say that it doesn't because you know eventually something may happen you may change what you're creating and then you create something different um or you know something outside of you um catches your attention and then from that you change your level of beingness um because you're influencing it and whatnot but you know that's another subject as well and so in that sense beingness is creating more beingness as well um 
So beingness is not necessarily just a human thing. It's not just, you know, a consciousness thing. Uh, because our consciousness is not just in us, it's in everything else. So beingness is all around you. It's the walls, it's your phone, it's whatever you're stepping on. It's like all around you. It's everything that you're seeing around you, that you're feeling, that you're inside of. But at its like ultimate essence level, beingness is emptiness. In order for there to be something, in order for there to be... In order for you to have uh, any kind of beingness creation at all, whether that be happiness or sadness or calmness or whatever it is, there had to be emptiness. And this emptiness isn't just like empty space that you're seeing around you. This emptiness is like also inside of you. Um, But you may not be aware of it because you're you are influencing the creation of more beingness. And so it is sort of not necessarily blocking this, the emptiness that is there, the, tr- the pure emptiness that is what is true being, um, or what is, uh, you know, the primal being, I suppose you could call it. But it is, uh, it's still there, but it's, you know, because you, the, because you get so lost in the content you don't see it for and so you you uh, miss it for what it is just another thing to keep in mind as well anyways uh it's a bit longer of an episode but i decided to make this because you know it's one of those interesting ideas about control um, you know, because I haven't really talked about this idea of control that I talked about, so I figured I'd make an episode about it, and I saw this test, and it just, like, made me go, well, that's not really how it is, but, I mean, in some ways it is, in some ways, in a lot of ways it's actually not, but, um, anyways, if you have any questions or comments about this episode, leave me a voice message if you're a member of Anchor. Uh, you can go to the website, or you can, you know, let me a message if you if you have the Anchor app, um, and I'll talk to you on the next episode. This is David Speaks.